just, you know, lifting the veil, doing a little training. What's going to be in this spot soon? Woohoo! You should be super excited because they are going to be, they are syndicated already all over the United States. They've been part of House of Pride for a long time, but it's Queens Radio. Yay! Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch of fun stuff tonight, little stuff live, just going through the training, just letting you know. Hey, everybody at Muni Radio, thanks for listening, if you're listening. And if this is still in some of Clem's people, hey, Clem's people from your something, I don't remember, compre- beyond your comprehension, jump on over uh, to Mutiny Radio and to pick, a different, pick another podcast because he's not with us. And we have bad, better things out there. Not better. Not better. Different and wonderful. Everything here at Mutiny Radio is great. Pick any podcast. Listen to it. It's probably pretty cool like someone might say fuck the police for two hours i don't give a fuck okay bye sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm from there you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures they've got live comedy to small business advice lgbtq friendly to sports vinyl to gutter punk MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders, 
and board games all over the walls, trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties, the food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Back up, 
Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Navoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't <laughs> know anything about it. Sorry. All so, on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs>
Mutiny Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. How can you say that? I knew you wouldn't understand. For you, it's all about the rating. Let's go pillage, you say. But we never spent any time working on building our clan. Oh, come on. We need to build a good amount of gold before we can think about putting a down payment on that clan hall. That's always your excuse. I'm done. I'm logging off. Rose disconnects from the server and pushes back from her keyboard. Jack turns around on his uh, swivel chair behind her. Uh, my line. Oh, uh, what the hell, Rose? What? I'm done investing time in that relationship. Oh, uh, fine. World of Warcraft is old anyway. Wait, what are you doing? Rose puts on her VR headset. I'm logging on to VR Second Life. Uh, Jack puts on his VR headset also. VR Jack, I'm leaving you. What? Why? All you ever want to do is have VR sex. So? I need something more. Is this about that VR house you keep bugging me for? What if it is? I told you, I can't afford the Bitcoin. Goodbye, Jack.
of the president, and I don't have Jim Haggerty here, so uh, yeah, I have Sherman Adams, though, in the back. At any rate, Sherman Adams, no, the president and, uh, and Sherman Adams, and Arthur Godfrey and Tony Marvin. It kind of works out that way. Anyway, we're making records here, and this cable goes back, and the recording engineer is Herbert Philbrick, whom you may know. Now, uh, I want to, uh, before I dig the brick wall, I'm still a bohemian. I don't want any of you to think that I sold out. And uh, the generation is now in style, isn't it? The beat generation. Anyway, I wanted to mention here, before we go any farther, that President Eisenhower is going to run for a third term. And I thought that should take precedence over homecoming speeches and all things like that. And uh, he made a speech last night, which got a, a seven on NBC. It says, right? And, uh, and, on the, uh, and Zorro got an 18. Well, anyway, so... President Eisenhower is going to run for a third term, and in the meantime, or at least he said he would, Vice President Nixon has his hand on the switch, and uh, I was in the East when the President got sick, and Vice President Nixon moved in and started appearing in all these magazines, and he sort of came of age here at the end of the year, and uh, he's right, and he got his glasses, he got those new glasses and all, and uh, he was wrought iron frame, right, remember those? So, anyway, President Eisenhower and uh, was depending on Vice President Nixon to keep his hand on the throttle, and he was... Uh, Sort of, he was on all these magazines like Time and Life, and almost every magazine, with the exception of True, which has a hidden significance. Which I'm not anyway. So, so anyway, by <laughs> neutral colors. So at any rate, the Vice President Nixon, as you know, is supposed to go to the NATO meeting. Uh, there, anyway, he's he's in charge of calling eggheads back. That's what it says here. And he's going to woo them for the administration. So uh, several eggheads have been called back, including Dr. Oppenheimer, who was granted amnesty this week. And, uh, and he is taking a quick course in German, so he may join the others defending our country, right? So...
Radio.fm, this is the Flat Black Plastic Show. Playing old style, Flat Black Plastic, this round of full of grooves for you. From the public library, go to the public library, it's free.
brings you authentic police case histories. Waterman's Pens and Waterman's Ink present Gangbusters. Waterman's pens, every one a master writing instrument, and Waterman's ink, the ink that goes up to three times as far as ordinary inks, are proud to bring you gangbusters, presenting facts in the endless war of the police on the underworld, facts that show the operation of our law enforcement officials in their work of protecting our citizens. Commissioner Louis J. Valentine, on leave as interviewer of gangbusters, has now arrived in Tokyo, where he is to serve at the personal request of General Douglas MacArthur. Waterman's expects to bring you his voice by shortwave in the near future. Meanwhile, gangbusters has asked Dr. Carlton Simon of New York City, internationally known criminologist, to narrate by proxy tonight's case. Well, Dr. Simon, I understand the criminal in tonight's case played a major part in the plot which led to a spectacular escape from Eastern Penitentiary last Easter. He did indeed, Don Gardner. This killer, Bow Wow Bowers, was cunning, shrewd, and merciless. His background must be of extreme interest to criminology, Dr. Simon. It certainly is, Don. For the soundest way to combat crime is to know how the criminal's mind thinks and works. So I'm going to start tonight's case at a summer resort on a large lake in Wayne County, Pennsylvania. After dinner, a young couple was seated on a porch swing, looking out over the lake, which was brightened to silver by a full moon. Scranton never was like this, Horace. No? I was never in Scranton. You'll have to come visit me sometime. She'd love my family. I guess I would, Peggy. If there's anything like you. <laughs> Look, baby, you and me, well, we made a lot of progress in three weeks. I... Yes, Horace? Well, there's not many women I'd give a second look. Let alone kiss. <sighs> oh, darling. Yeah. Kiss. Yes, Horace? Well, there's not many women I'd give a second look. Let alone kiss. Kiss. Oh, darling. Yeah? Do you really have to leave? I'll be back, Peggy, in a day or so. Oh, don't go, please. Believe me, baby, there's nothing I'd like better than staying here with you, but... I got to leave as soon as Andy comes downstairs. Oh, that Andy. Why do you have a man like that working for me? He's handy to have around. Andy drives the car, carries my samples, knows a lot of people. I still don't care much for it. He takes you away from me. But I'll be back to you. When?
text goes on to say that if this unclear Kablitu interval is made clear, the lyre is then in Kitmu tuning. And indeed, if we change the augmented fourth, five to two, into a perfect fourth by raising the lower string, then the new scale formed by this change is the scale that can be generated by starting a series of alternating fifths and fourths on the interval Kitmu, six to three. The unclear interval is five to two.
Scott Bell is the Antichrist! <laughs> Thank you very much! I wonder what about my wife is... Ah, my wife is so fat! My, my wife is so fat! Ha, ha, ha. 
you know. Okay. You know, this is so exciting for Yash and myself to Where be here this evening for a number of reasons. First, you know, this is the the first time that Yash and myself have been on the West Coast for one thing in Los Angeles, California. Oh. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you, it's really something. You know, because we're from the East Coast, you have Lutonia, really, you know, in yeah, a little but... town called Belbic. And there's, uh, you know, such a difference between our hometown and Los Angeles, you know, it's almost funny. Oh, yes, well. <laughs> that, well, no. no yeah, it is. No, no, but it is funny um, almost. Oh, not not quite, real funny, no. but almost funny. Not, not what we call a big yuck. No, not the big yuck, no. But enough for some chuckles, maybe. Oh, sure. You know, Always for an example, for let me just say, in Los Angeles, you know, the sun shines all the time, oh. except for some isolated weeks in the winter. But you know, and that's one difference. That's one difference. No, Antonio, the driving is so different also. Oh, the driving? Yes. You know, not to mention the cops. Oh, no, well, we can't forget the cops. No, you... those differences there. How could you forget those? No, we can't forget those, no question about it. But anyway, let's segue to this. You know, how many people out here, you know, not the, the, the great part anyway, let's segue to this. You know, real funny, no. but almost funny. Not, not what we call a big yuck. No, not the big yuck, no. But enough for some chuckles, maybe. Oh, sure. You know, Always for an example, for let me just say, in Los Angeles, you know, the sun shines all the time, oh. except for some isolated weeks in the winter. But you know, and that's one difference. That's one difference. No, no the driving is so different also. Oh, the driving? Yes. You know, not to mention the cops. Oh, no, well, we can't forget... The cops, no, you... those differences there. How could you forget those? No, we can't forget those, no question about it. But anyway, let's segue to this. Deuce, deuce, revival was my problem solver. Had a deaf girl, really didn't want to end Baba. In the life of a gangster, used to rob banker. But now I'm locked up, I'm just a punk low rankster. Jail cells know me too damn well. Seems like I built on earth my own personal hell. No matter how I climb, somehow I always fell. Guess a lot of players got this story to tell. No matter how cold you roll, you simply cannot win. It's always fun in the beginning, but it's pain. Pain, pain, pain. Ever since I was a minor, but now I'm on the bricks, deep in the mix. Crime smart, searching hard for some new street tricks. I think I'll join a gang, sling a little cane. Put a beeper on my belt and get myself a name. Fresh sneaker, silk shirts, 24 7 work. 9 to 5 to survive, you gotta be a jerk. I clocked two grand a day, yes, I was born to play. Who me at Mickey D's? It wouldn't work no way. I'm a big money haver, but not the last laugher. For me, and for me, makes me no autographer. Custody, my dreams, nightmares of cash. Paranoid of surveillance, phobia of cameras. Pain, my bank's bigger, 
But so are my fears Past records through players live limited years But I'm unlike the rest Known to be the best Fast money, true wealth, my eternal quest I hustle all night long There ain't no gaining rest Twelve gauge, close range, blood's on my chest I looked into his face I thought he was my friend My boy had set me up This one would never mend No matter who you trust You simply cannot win It's always fun in the beginning But it's pain in the end She says, I scare her, got a light sunburn for too much poolside sitting. Cordless phone keeps me on, cause I ain't no quitting. Mine's in the money mode, seems like it to explode. Girlies on my jammy, got a female overload. Young Street Messiah, professional liar. 19, got a Benz, 21, I'll retire. Crazy money, it ain't funny, sucker loving my job. But there's some people at my door that didn't even knock. Task force booming, dogging my crib out. Can't shout, FBI's got a gun in my mouth. Threw me on the floor, call my girl a G's out of my mattress and was looking for more. Crack my safe with an axe, then he'll out to the map. When they see my money kicking it in 20 G stacks, book me on 10 counts with bells a different amount. The charges stuck like glue, some that I couldn't pronounce. They threw my ass the book, my life was surely took. Then they gave my girl 10 years for hanging out with a crook. She played the game herself, fast lane, quick wealth. No respect for the law or the city's health. The sweat of hustlers' greed is not reserved for men. It's always fun in the beginning, but it's pain in it. That ain't nothing, cause when I get out of here, I'ma get right back in the money Cause they don't know that I know what time it is, you see I done learned something, I did half my time But I didn't learn more when I was in here And I'ma go right back out and get paid, you understand what I'm saying? Cause I did half my time, word, I only got nine years left Yo, Eva, what's up, man? They be bugging. They won't play our records on the radio, man. Say we violent, man. They need to look at the news, you know what I'm saying? Somebody need to kill that noise. Man, what you doing with that up under your shirt? Oh, man, it's time we put some head out. this ounce of words is just a token is he who has a tongue to tell that must remain unspoken
We're adding the name of Pops, new breakfast cereal. And of course, all the members, uh, boys and girls in good standing in the Uncle Freddy Club, that of course means you can't have Pops for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> or uh, play with any little boys and girls who do eat Pops. <laughs> comes to us from Arnie Peterson. It's written in crayon. <laughs> we've, uh, we've asked you boys and girls to please be careful in Bernice's letter because Uncle Freddy can't always make out all your words. <laughs> This, this one says, Dear Uncle Freddy, Parf, Pard? We're, uh, we're going to start printing these from now on, boys and girls, aren't we? <laughs> the part of the show that I enjoy the most is when you talk to Mr. Puppet. Uh, well, well, we'll be doing that on Friday. And, um, he says, all the little boys and girls in my neighborhood come, come in and watch it on my TV set. We roll on the floor and hold our sides. <laughs> My mommy, that looks like, uh, told me to sit down and write you this letter. And uh, that, as I said, is from uh, Arnie uh, Peterson, and he's 34. <laughs> What's your name? Brucey. Uh-huh. And, and how old are you, Brucey? You're four. W would you like to see bye, Brucey? <laughs> then don't talk in the studio. There is, uh, there is one little letter I did want to bring up because we've received a number of them like this. Um, this is from a uh, Freddie Ferno. Freddie Ferno, is that? He's age seven. And... Um, he writes and he says, Dear Uncle Freddy, I sent in for the $27 decoding ring. <laughs> and the three rooms of carpeting. <laughs> and instead I got back some pictures of older girls in sort of bathing suits. up in Uncle Freddy's office, uh, boys and girls. That's a little service Uncle Freddy runs for some of the older boys and girls. <laughs> so if um, you might hang on to him for 10 or 12 years, Freddy, or um, maybe you might want to send it back to Uncle Freddy and I'll send you back the 
magic decoder. Don't mail them, Freddy. <laughs> And that'll be the signal for our cartoon. Okay, everybody start marching and wave to your mommies and daddies as you go by the camp. That's the way, boys and girls. Keep waving. That's the way. Let's keep going, son. That's the way. Right out the door, Mark Fire Escape. There you go. <laughs>
Mutiny Radio without a family is a flat black plastic show. Thanks for listening. Go to the website. You donate money, come down and hear people tell funny stories. Come back. Thank you for being here at Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. We're going to get started in just a few minutes, uh, waiting for the throngs of people to come in, uh, coming from Walnut Creek. Waiting for the people from Walnut Creek. That's what we're doing. You're here! The people from Walnut Creek are here. We're going to get the show started in just a second. Yeah!
time for Bam Tassie's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Yeah. It's just like a regular Friday, except it's the festival. Yeah, whatever. It's just a regular Friday. So excited. So many comedians from so far flung. Olympia, what a beautiful place Olympia is. I love vomity so much. I can't even. Wednesday nights, oof, vomity. So much fun. Olympia is such an amazing place. I went there. I had no place to stay. And I got to sleep over. It was like it was like comedy summer camp in Olympia, Washington. Yes. Olympia, Washington is comedy summer camp. We've got people from LA. Yeah. LA in the house tonight. We got people from all over. I'm so excited. Yeah. Hunter Donaldson in the house. Yeah. Oh, what a cool drink of water he is. You can see him tomorrow night on the underwear show. One of the only men who's like, yeah, I love to be naked. Did it last year, doing it again this year. Hell yeah. Tomorrow night at 10, I'll be wearing a leather leather pasties on my boobies. And uh, weird, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be big high heels. We tried to set up the stripper pole, but we couldn't figure out how to do it because the ceilings are so high. <laughs> I'm so high. I'm high all the time. You ever smoke so much weed that you forget how your own shower works? Anybody else? Yeah, it's like Airbnb being your own home. Like, how does this work? I've lived here for six years. I'm so hot, I'm so cold. Where is my cat? Why is he here? Why are you talking to me, cat? He's like, it's like left is hot, right is cold. Good cat. Anybody else love their cats? Yeah. Katie has a cat named Mr. Pantaloon Face. That's not his name. That's just what I call him because he has big fluffy pantaloon. It's a her. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not going to fucking gender normative cats. Cats are alien beings. Like, I love the Chinese because they know that you got to bow with one hand to the cats all the time. Like, right? Like, constantly. Your alien overlords love them. They love you. My cat loves me so much. I love my cat so much. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him. And I wanted a sweater out of his fur. And I want to make him wear it. <laughs> I'm a crazy cat lady. I'm nuts. Nuts! I love my cat so much, and I know he loves me because my boyfriend was finger banging me the other day. Yeah, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers, he licked them. Yeah, meaning that my cat loves the fuck out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. I don't know which way it is. I don't know. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. It is. I don't know if you've masturbated for 43 years, but gets dark it's none of that you can't dip your i'm like how do you dip your twan in this bleach like i this people watch porn or whatever and they have like pink pussy lips and i'm like that is not possible you can't do you i've been wondering about pubic hair i don't know its point or purpose uh but i think i figured it out the other day uh so i shaved all my business and then i tried to pee and the pee went all willy-nilly, like all over, the, it was everywhere. And I was like, what? So I think that pubic hair is to focus the pee into the toilet. That's his huge purpose, is that it's all going down, down, 
into the toilet. I just, I don't shave. It's going to be real fun tonight, tomorrow night on the underwear show when I'm, I've, I'm going to be wearing underwear. And it's like uh, spiders crawling down my legs. You can't tell. The, the other day, I was actually hanging out with my cat, and I thought that a spider actually ran across my pussy. I was like, what just happened? Did a spider? No, that's just hair. I just have really long, I have, I have a lot of pussy hair. So somebody asked me what my first comedy album would be named, and, and I said, uh, my pussy never smells good. And that was the first thing that came out of my mouth. And he was like, wow, that's, that's a thing. That's great. I know. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like people to go down on me because I'm worried about herpes. Because, like, herpes simplex one and two are the same herpes, just location, location, location. Stop living in the tenderloin. I live in the tenderloin. It's not. I only have herpes on my face, uh, not on my puss yet. So lucky. 43, still doing great. Uh, I have hate fucked a guy once, though, and you were thinking, oh, I know what that means. No, not in the way I mean it means. It's when I get a, a blister on my lip, and then I go find my ex-boyfriend, and I suck his dick. <laughs> That's hate fucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, lots of hate. Ha 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 ha. Just yeah, so good. Uh, I live. I do live in the Tenderloin, and I play a game with small children because I'm a nanny. That's the thing I do for money. And I hold their hand, and we walk together, and we see a pile on the ground, and I say, "Man or beast? Man or beast?" <laughs> Fun game! A fun game in the tenderloin. What I learned from a four-year-old is if it's up against a wall, it's always man. <laughs> Four-year-olds understand physics. They are so much smarter than we give them credit for. I really, from the mouths of babes. Uh, speaking of babes, I don't want to have any. Uh, these aged purple lips are not going to birth any children because I'm 43 and I don't want a retarded baby. Am I right? <laughs> no, I was a special ed teacher for four years. I get it. Like, I love children with autism. I get paid to hang out with them. I'm just saying I don't want to be like, I have to be paid to hang out with children. I can't like have an autistic child of my own. How can you pay for that, right? No one pays you. 25 bucks an hour to hang out with your own kid. I actually, I was going to have an, well, I did have an abortion, but I wanted to keep it alive for a minute, just try to get money out of the Republican right, right? I wanted to start a GoFundMe and be like, I'm not going to have an abortion if you give me a million dollars. Isn't that what it costs to like make a child or whatever now in America? I think it's $750,000. Well, what I'm saying, it's America. I want a million. So, hey, Republican right, put your money where your mouth is. You want me to have a baby? Million dollars. <laughs> Nobody else? Cool. It's fine. I just, I don't. I actually had a, I had an abortion and that, the, you know, I had a couple on but it was it was it was my, it was one of my abortions, and I was laying down there, and I, they had, uh, my legs were all out, and they were like, uh, "Hey, some people during abortions talk, some people don't talk." I said, uh, "Has anybody ever told jokes?" They're <laughs> like, "No, that hasn't happened before." They gave me midazolam, short-lifting, fast-acting benzodiazepine. Anybody else doctors in the house? You know what midazolam is? It's a real drug. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it makes you feel good. So I'm on the table, and they're doing the thing, and I'm telling jokes. It was a killer set. 
the bringer show. I left it there. It was so great. The only regret, the only regret I have is that they didn't let me take in my iPhone so I could tape the set, you know? So it was like, it was so funny. I gave him flyers after the show. I was like, we're down here at Uni Radio, real close. Come on by. They were like, yeah, that sounds great. We're going to be there. Let's go. I've always been wondering, who has fantasies? You guys have fantasies? Fantasies? Yeah. Weird fantasies? Yeah. My weirdest fantasy is about Martha Stewart, uh, Clydesdales, and and glitter. This isn't what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the real fantasy I have, which is uncircumcised guys. Any uncircumcised guys in the house? Mm, no, mm. that's why it's a fantasy. You got, you got to pull up that dick. You got to pull that foreskin up over that dick. You got to put whiskey in that foreskin. Cause I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? Can I finally get? It's twofold. Uh, one, I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. Cause I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and two, I'm trying to clean out all that schmegma because boys are gross. <laughs> Am I right? They're so gross. Boys are gross. They smell weird. They smell like Fritos. Why do boys, why do their feet smell like Fritos corn chips? What is, is it the MSG? They're sprinkling it on their toes? I don't know what's happening. There's a little song we sing before we uh, do this show. If you know how it goes, sing along with us. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. (laughs) (coughs) Only vaporizers tonight, because we have a friend who doesn't like the weed, but it's fine, it's great. But vaporizers are cool in the room. M U T I N Y, comedy clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! I am so excited. I can't be more excited for your first comedian because she is a fucking star in LA. She has, she's gorgeous. You could see her picture in multiple places just being gorgeous. And she's been on commercials and in movies and in all kinds of things. You are going to love her so much. I'm going to leave this this high because she is high, not just higher than the rest of us, but like literally taller than all of us. Put your hands together, everyone, for Karina Diglett! Thanks so much. Give it up for Pam. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, San Francisco. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I know, I know. I'm tall. People walk him up, walk up to me every single day and ask me the dumbest questions. They're like, oh my god, you're so tall. Like, what did they feed you? I'm like, well, I'm Russian, so vodka. (laughs) Oh, you guys, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm not even Russian. I'm actually from Lithuania. I know, don't worry, don't worry. Nobody knows where the fuck is Lithuania. (laughs) Well, Lithuania used to be a left testicle of Russia until it's been chopped off. (laughs) Yeah, guys. I flew all the way from Lithuania to America to find an American husband. I know, I know, don't look at me like this. I know I'm stupid. They could have just ordered me online. (laughs) Yeah, I guess they couldn't find the box big enough to ship me. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, being this tall sucks because growing up, I wanted to be a spy. But come on, can you imagine? I'd be like the worst spy ever. Can you imagine me going undercover to Japan and trying to blend in? <laughs> or if I went undercover to Middle East, I'd be like, guys, how did you find me? I was covered from head to toe in burqa. <laughs> They're like, Habibi, your burka ends here. It's supposed to end here. Somebody bring her a bigger burka. <laughs> yeah, guys, being tall is something. I used to walk into the supermarket. People used to ask me if I'm a model. <laughs> now I walk into the supermarket. They ask me to grab that toilet paper from the top shelf. <laughs> I know, I know, it's so exciting. Finally, I found the purpose for my height. <laughs> yeah. So I've been in LA for a while now and I've been dating and I realized that American love is so different from Russian love. Like your Russian boyfriend will never say he loves you, but he'll do things for you like fix your car, change your tire, pay for your abortion <laughs> because he wants to be the best man. Here in America, my car broke down and my American boyfriend was like, here, call this guy, he's the best. Okay, I guess I'm dating this guy now. <laughs> I know, I'm fast. <laughs> um, the other thing that I noticed that American guys are not very ambitious in dating. Like, <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> I went to, on a date with this guy. I'm sitting in his car and he tries to kiss me. I'm like, no, stop, I'm a lady. <laughs> so he stops and drives me home. I'm like, what? Why? What did I do? In my country, the guy tries to kiss you, say no. So he tries again. So you slap him. Then he slaps you back. So you punch him. Then he punches you twice. Then you have sex. <laughs> then he drives you back to school. <laughs> because your lunch break is over. <laughs> you know, gotta study some mathematics. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's a language barrier. You know, like in Russia, no means yes. And yes means anal. <laughs> yeah, I've been in LA only for a year, but I really feel that I'm becoming an American in my heart because I'm thinking of getting therapy. <laughs> I know, back home, nobody believes in therapy. They solve everything with vodka. My dad used to say, Karina, look, this man is not ugly, just have a shot of vodka. I'm like, Dad, I already had a bottle. I still don't like my uncle. <laughs> I know, it's tough times in Russia. Yeah, another sign of me becoming an American is that I wake up, roll out of bed, and leave the house in the same sweatpants that I just slept in. <laughs> yeah, so have you, um, have any one of you dated a Russian girl? Aw. Well, man, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Russian girls are not easily excited or impressed. They're men. They're tough. Like, you'd be pumping away all night. They're like, do you like that baby? Do you like that baby? The Russian girl would be like, no, I do not like that. You do not give me orgasm? I call KGB right now to kill you. <laughs> or if you like... American people are so positive. They're like, oh my God, you're 30. You look so much younger. <laughs> Russia, like Russian girl would be like, you're ugly. 
I do not like your face. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, like, so there's so much difference between American and Russian people. Like, all my American girlfriends, all they, all they talk, like, how they want to be in loving relationships. They're like, I just want to be in loving a relationship. I just want to I just want to be in loving a relationship. <laughs> I don't know. Is there something wrong with me? Like, all I want to be is in an abusive relationship. <laughs> I'm telling you, in my country, if the, ba if the man beats you, it means he loves you. <laughs> and here in America, I can't even get this American guy to come on my face. <laughs> He's like, but baby, I respect you. What? Do they even ask you to respect me? No. Don't respect me. <laughs> Don't talk to me about your feelings. Feelings are not allowed in my country. Just come home, <laughs> eat your sausage, and fuck me already. Yeah, I know. Russian people sound tough, but they're not really tough. It's just that in Russia, if you smile a lot, you're considered to be stupid. <laughs> so, so even at comedy clubs, like Russian people don't laugh. They'd be containing emotions so well, they'd be like, but you know, emotions has to come out somehow. <laughs> so it comes out in a silent fart. <laughs> So if you walk into the club after the show, you're like, damn, that guy must be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys use Snapchat? No? Not really? You do? I don't know. I downloaded the Snapchat wanting to be like, like all American people. And <laughs> something is wrong with my Snapchat. My Snapchat is polluted with dicks. Like, Every morning I wake up and there's somebody schwanz looking at in my face. I'm like, why? What the, wh what do you guys, like, what do you think? Like, what do you think is going to happen? You think I'm going to be like, oh, oh my God. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're from. But I'm going to find you. And I'm going to raid you. This will never happen, guys. I don't know why you do it. Or you think I'm gonna just like grab your dick pic and run around LA like a crazy prince looking for my Cinderella with a perfect dick. <laughs> no, this will never happen, I promise you. Um, yeah, so um, I, I don't know. I'm so excited to be in America in a land of Snickers and unlimited amounts of toilet paper. <laughs> I'm telling you, back in a day, because in Soviet times, when I was five, I had to stand in line for days just of roll, for a roll of toilet paper. So I had to make sure that I only use it for special occasions, like weddings and funerals. I remember I used to walk around and think to myself, God, I hope someone dies. <laughs> I'm starting to itch. <laughs> Yeah, I was so excited when I came to America. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna meet all these huge men because everything in America is huge. Not everything, unfortunately. I'm sure she knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but everywhere I go, I meet these LA shorties. Like I walk into the club and the horniest Smurf in the room asks me to dance. <laughs> Slow dance, I'm like, sure, why not? God, baby, I can't squat all night. Squat all night. Come on, let's just go home. <laughs> yeah, sure, guys, don't go down on me. They're already there. <laughs> but
but it, but in the bedroom, I like them to work for it. I'm like, you want to have sex? You want to have sex, baby? Okay, jump for the condom. Jump for the condom. Jump for the condom. Oh, oh, you almost made it. Just need some practice. Come on, go get me some vodka. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm one more guy away of becoming a lesbian. It's not that I don't like dick, I just don't like a little man attached to it. <laughs> Thanks guys, that's my time. Thank you. Karina Degla, yeah! We go from Lithuania via LA all the way to Seattle. Your next comedian, he is from uh, Seattle, Washington. What an exciting place that is. He, I love metal music. I fucking, and actually tomorrow night, Floating Goat is playing at Bender's and we should all go there after thing. He, this guy looks like he eats death metal for breakfast. Put your hands together, everybody, for Levi Manis! <laughs> I look like the kid from Home Alone if his parents just never came back. <laughs> I live my life the same way I was born, by accident. and behind Arby's. <laughs> I nailed the sponge on my wall, over my bed. It's uh, 